Jennifer Connelly. Some people are leg people. Some people are rump people. I'm an eyebrow guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're great eyebrows. I want someone's face to look like two caterpillars mating. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> here we are. Uh, I'm your host, JC. With me, as always, is the co-host that carries the show. It is Katie the Lady Juan. Why don't you say hi to everybody? Go ahead. Hey. We're here on another episode of Screen Fix, where we are going to fix a recent film. Uh, this week, we are going to fix Skyscraper. It's, did I say that? Skyscraper. That's yeah, a really weird way to say that. That's a weird way to say it. Skyscraper. It's like skyscraper sorry <clears throat> this week we're gonna fix skyscraper <laughs> skyscraper sorry. so we're gonna fix we're fixing skyscraper so why do i say it like that say it again skyscraper we're gonna fix skyscraper <laughs> no say it normal one time i am now i don't know how to say it anymore skyscraper now it doesn't sound like a word oh goodness Shit. okay anyway we're fixing Dwayne the rock johnson's latest the 96th floor is on fire. You're going to be just fine, I promise you that. No, 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 no! Daddy! Tell me, how much do you love your family? If we're going to get out of here, you're going to have to tell me the truth. There's a reason they chose this building. seen this movie before in fact this movie made no did not back away from the comparisons to die hard and towering inferno they even put the rock's face on a die hard poster and the rock's face on a towering inferno poster so they were making the connection there you know this is supposed to be like a love letter to those movies if that love letter was written in crayon by <laughs> a six-year-old so this movie not the best not the smartest movie but uh before we dive into it why don't you give us some stats lady one go all right so this movie opened july 14th to 24 million dollars in the Ouch. u.s it was number three that weekend behind Ooh. hotel transylvania 3 and ant-man and the wasp which we fixed Check that episode out. So after two weeks, it's at $47 million in the U.S., but $135 million in the foreign markets. So uh, China made this movie the number one movie in the world. Way to go, China. All right. Well, it does take place in Hong Kong. Uh, they knew what they were doing. They know oh, The Rock's a huge totally. star overseas. He's huge everywhere. He's very tall. He's huge like in life. Isn't he like 6'6"? Yeah. He's a giant. He is a giant human being. <laughs> I never knew that Vin Diesel was so small. Oh, he's a little guy. Uh, because he's so jacked, he just seems large. But then the rock makes him look like a, a little person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's definitely got like lifts in his shoes and all those Fast and Furious movies now. That was my only takeaway from Fast and the Furious films was, wow, Vin Diesel's way small. <laughs> He can't help it. It's okay. So, is that everything? No. Hmm. Critical reception? Always very important. It is 49% rotten, according to critics. Mm-hmm. 
but 79% of audiences like it. Yay. <laughs> People love The Rock. They love him. Those are the, the hot stats. The, <laughs> the fresh, fresh hot stats, just like this podcast sponsored by Krispy Kreme. I wish. Anyway, uh, let me go ahead and dive in. Uh, let me just briefly go over the plot of Skyscraper. I'm not going to be too crazy with it. In fact, I'm going to be real lazy today and just read it right off of IMDb. So. <laughs> I mean, someone wrote it. I Good know. Somebody already wrote it. Why do I have to write it again? Come nah. on. Anyway, so FBI hostage rescue team leader and U.S. war veteran Will Sawyer now assesses security for skyscrapers. On assignment in Hong Kong, he finds the tallest, safest building in the world suddenly ablaze, and he's been framed for it. A wanted man on the run, Will must find those responsible, clear his name, and somehow rescue his family who are trapped inside the building above the fire line. I'll save you. Do you smell what the rocks are cooking? <laughs> oh, dear. So that's our very quick and dirty storyline. There's a lot in between there. Is there, uh, though? Like, a lot not, happens, but... <laughs> not really. I mean, that's just... the whole to, movie. Right. I mean, just to clean up some of it, the building's on fire because the guy who's building it has some damaging info on some of the other crime syndicates, and that's his quote-unquote insurance policy for this big building, so nobody messes with it. But this guy comes in, and he's got a muscle for the bad guys. They're angry with him, so he has to come in and clear his name, and he's the one that sets fire to it and all this stupid garbage. So mm. they try to frame uh, Will Sawyer for it. They actually try to kill him and get this little iPad that controls the whole building. There's this whole thing about getting the iPad that controls the building. It's very important. Right. So, of course, The Rock's got to find his way back into the building to get his family. This involves leaping off of cranes to get in the building. <laughs> uh, he's got to, of course, hang down the side of the building, mm -hmm. walk along the outside of the building. He seems to spend more time outside the building than in the building. Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> so... That is Skyscraper. Of course, he does end up doing all the good things and getting the bad guy in the end, of course. But we're going to go ahead and we are going to fix this movie. But before we fix it, we're going to say some things that we liked about it. People work really hard on movies. We're not just here to poop on it. We never poop on it. In fact, we fix it because we're not here to just poop on it. We're constructive. We're totally constructive. We're constructive poopers. It's fertilizer. We're fertilizing. <laughs> exactly. We're composting movies. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, why don't you tell me something you liked about this movie, Lady Wan? So in the finale, when The Rock is facing off against the mediocre bad guy, he has like a, a cheesy action hero line um, in the mirror room when he's just like, there's just one more thing I got to tell you. I'm behind you. And I literally was like, yeah, like I had been irritated the whole movie, but I loved that part. And the delivery, the line was so cheesy and so good. I loved it. It was it was like one of the few action movie-esque like moments where it's got this like one liner. I wanted more of that. Needed much more. Yeah humor and those like those one-liners that carry us through these action movies Absolutely. you know it had none of this movie took itself way too seriously yeah um, it needed more of those but that one was just perfectly executed so i liked that i also liked nev campbell in this movie i like that she is an age appropriate love interest and i like that she was a navy veteran and a surgeon and like we actually knew things about her other than this is my wife it was awesome i liked that right yeah she was great it was very good to see nev campbell uh one of my only you know 
You know what? I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Uh, Nev Campbell has made one of the only uh, celebrity appearances in my in my dreams. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let everyone else out there ponder about whether it was uh, PG or a PG-13 or an X dream. Just I, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to go into it. But uh, Nev, Nev was in my dreams. Nev, Nev Campbell. So love her. Although, you know, you, you know, it's weird, too. When I have dreams that have so celebrities in them, it's usually some like like B-list celeb. Like it's always B list. I, I I never have an I never have an A lister, <laughs> and I wonder if that's some kind of like reflection on on myself. That's, like, yeah, that's for sure self esteem issues. Do I think I don't de- <laughs> think I don't deserve an A? Like I I can only get B listers in my dream in my in my dreams. Like in my wildest dreams, I just get B listers. I've also gotten like Ellie Kemper. It's like <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> oh wow. So anyway, Nev Campbell. I'm all about her. Uh, dream girl so well what did you like about this movie you know even though it you know you obviously know as a moviegoer that this is taking place on a green screen i I did feel uh stakes i actually thought that a lot of the effects when he was on the on the building and climbing Mm -hmm. around the building i actually thought that a lot of that was actually pretty well done Uh, like like there was the one scene where he he's grabbing onto the side and it and it breaks and he slips and he grabs on just like a little lower with his like one hand and he's holding on himself you know in the theater I actually went ooh <laughs> yeah so I thought the movie looked good it did my palms started to sweat sometimes when they were showing just how high he was yeah the movie looked good it's it's just too bad that the plot and the story couldn't live up to the looks since so, so it was a competently done story it just I feel like the rock deserves better material at this point in his life like can't we make the argument that he's one of the biggest stars in, in the entire world? Yeah, he definitely is. And why he doesn't get better material. It's I mean, it's got to be him picking this material. Yeah, too, I think maybe his taste is just mediocre. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Someone needs to sit him down and just say, Dwayne, you're better than this. Like you can do better than this. I know you can push yourself, Dwayne. Push oh, yourself. He posted a video today where he was like, we got a B plus on film critic. That's all right. I'll take it. <laughs> like, no, that yes. shouldn't be acceptable enough. <laughs> yeah, but he's just like, it's cool. He's just like, sweet. All right. B, B plus. Hey, that's passing. That's almost an A. Hey, yeah. like that's apparently that's what kind of student he was. I uh, bet. He went to Miami. So he never earned his grades, really. <laughs> He's like, someone else doing my homework. B plus. That's all I ever asked for. Because if, if I get an A, it's really suspicious. It's suspicious, yeah. It's, <laughs> you gotta watch that. So to him, a B plus is, is an A. So. <laughs> it's the best that you can get realistically. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I thought this movie looked great. So that's really what I liked the most. Um, but we're going we're, we're gonna to dive in and we're going to fix this thing are you ready to do this i think so are you ready to climb this building i'm gonna jump right into it all right ready that is gonna go make that bacon lady one why don't you give us your first fix all right so speaking of jumping right into it the big scene that is in all the trailers on all the posters everything is him jumping from the crane into the building and that's awesome it happens way earlier in the movie than i was expecting it's like halfway through but then not that long afterwards He's in like the garden area in the building and his wife is there and his son is there and his son is across this little bridge that has broken in the fire. And I don't know, maybe it's like 
15 feet away. Like, it's a far distance to jump, but not if you've just jumped off of a crane into a building. And The Rock and Neff Campbell are both right there. The kid's on the other side. They need to get him to their side. A (laughs) fix for this is what I thought was going to happen when I'm watching it. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to do it. She's going to jump. I thought she was going to get like a mom jump and she was going to go do it and get the kid and then The Rock can do the awkward hold onto a plank while they cross it thing and it's all scary. Yeah. I'm so disappointed that she didn't get to do her jump. She's, She's a navy veteran she's awesome she's fueled by the love for her children why didn't she get to jump she was all beaten up thugs and everything oh yeah she was a badass i wanted her to get to jump oh and there could have been a great moment for a joke there where she's like are you gonna jump and get him and he's like i've jumped enough today yes exactly And then she's like, I'll do it. And yes. then she and she leaps. Yeah, that would have been great because mm-hmm. it, it. they do. They just put up like a jump that's like as far as what he just freaking did yeah. <laughs> off of a damn crane. He's has to, has to put a board across it. I mean, And the, the whole reason why the rock can't do it is because he has to stay and hold up like a three feet section of the of the bridge <laughs> with his bare arms I'm like what the heck is this that was actually probably the worst sequence in the whole movie i would say what do, what do you think yeah i was disappointed by that part it was just like oh come on like this this is the best you can you can think of this movie had a severe lack of creativity and that yes. scene was the epitome of that so yes that's an awesome fix mcnev jump she's a badass yeah and have The Rock make a joke about it. It would have been so good. It was right there for them. Come on. Man, that's the thing. They never take what's right there. Rawson, Marshall, Thurber, you don't ever take it when it's right there, do you? Yeah. That is going to go make that bacon. All right. What's your first fix, JC? I'm here to fix. The first thing I'm going I'm to fix, I think these movies work so much better when... It's a reluctant everyman hero. I think that's why Die Hard worked so well. He was just a cop. He like he wasn't like Superman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I just I just like those kind of stories where somebody is having to go above and beyond their normal station in in life, and yep. they have to like dig deep and find something within themselves to overcome these odds. In this movie, he's a former U.S. war vet and an FBI rescue team leader. Like he. Yeah. He has all kinds of experience fighting people and being tactical and he's got all the skills. The only he's also massive. <laughs> and he and the only thing wrong with him is is he's got a prosthetic leg which, you know, that's bad, but there's good prosthetics out there. I I think. He basically was Superman all, already before he got in the in the building. I would have liked it better if he was more of a a building security guy mm-hmm. that lost his leg in a construction mishap. He's just a regular guy. And the the reason why he's so strong is because he has had to overcome losing a leg and he has had to persevere he's definitely a reluctant hero and i just would have liked it if he gets out of his predicaments using his knowledge of the building and of building materials and of security mm-hmm. more than more than with his muscles and his fists yeah if he was constantly surprised that he was getting out of situations or uh, there was just more humor to it you yeah know, just uh i would have liked it even if he they should have just done something uh silly with him they should have gave him like like glasses the whole movie and a, and a little pencil holder in his in his uh <laughs> pocket and a little pocket protector I, I would have loved it the glasses constantly fall off and he's constantly grabbing for him and he like laments like i need to get contacts at one point <laughs> it, it would be 
It'd be so funny. I, I just would have liked it better if he wasn't super veteran guy mm-hmm. and if he was just a regular guy who just happens to be massive. Yeah. Why not? No, I like this much better. And I still want the wife to be a Navy veteran because I want her to be the badass and maybe she's taught him a thing or two. And he's just a guy who likes to go to the gym. Yeah. I think that'd be good. I like the dynamic there. Nice. That is going to go make that bacon. Lady Juan, what do you got for us? What's your next fix? I had a little bit of a problem with the frequent shots in the movie of people all over the streets of Hong Kong watching basically the events of this movie unfold on giant screens. Now, I get that this is being covered by the news. I get that that's how he finds out he's the number one suspect is he sees his own face on the TV. Like, sure, this is a huge spectacle. It's a fire in the biggest building in the world. Of course, people are watching. But the fact that you have to show me a random crowd of people's face as they watch the rock dangle means you haven't built up the stakes enough on your own that I am already watching him do that. Like, you have to show me people being nervous. It means you haven't done your job. So I really didn't like those scenes. It totally took me out of it. I'm already watching people watch him on a giant screen. I don't need it happening within it. And I felt like it was a total cop out. And it was just, we have to make sure people know that this is a dramatic moment. So let's show people gasping. I did not like it. I wanted all of those scenes to be cut. I'm fine with the news coverage. I get that. But all those needed to go. This movie is an hour and 49 minutes. That's a long time considering nothing seems to take an appropriate length of time to get done. But we don't need all those extra minutes of just extras watching him on a screen. I didn't like it. Okay, so your fix is just take it out. Yeah, cut that shit out. All right. That is going to go make that bacon. What's your next fix, JC? Okay, so I thought one of the most criminally under... (laughs) No pun intended. One of the most uh, criminally... (laughs) underused characters in this film are the the cop the the male cop and the female cop Mm -hmm. that our story focuses on the ones that are kind of taking up the case that's going on on this building they've pegged will sawyer as the suspect in this because of course the criminals have framed him so Mm -hmm. uh they're seeing him on the screens and whatnot and he's obviously the the bad guy to them but nev shows up gets out of the building and goes to the cops and tells them, you know, of course he's not the bad guy. He's not the one who's responsible for this. And the male cop seems to believe her more than the female cop does. The female cop mm-hmm. is kind of is kind of set up as the skeptic who's casting doubt on Nev. She even at one point tries to argue with her with her male cop counterpart that she might be in on it. Really the cops don't do anything in fact there's this really absurd scene where nev tells them okay they've got parachutes by this company because their bag said the name, the name of the parachute company so the name of the parachute company so they're like okay That's so how they, they know she so tells they them do, look it up right, right so they do a quick google search and find out the yeah. radius of these parachutes and they're like okay they they can be anywhere within this circle mm-hmm. right and it's so stupid. They're like, okay, they might land in this park, but there's too many trees. They might land in this area. All right, I think they're going to land here. And it's Nev that goes, wait, what's that? And the guy, and they're like, oh, it's nothing. It's just an, an abandoned construction site. <laughs> so stupid. It's so bad. And 
Nev's like, Nev's like, no, it's there. It's definitely there. Like with no information, like Nev has no information on this, but she's like, no, it's there. It's definitely there. And they're like, and the, the male cop is like, let's believe her. Like, wh- wh- why? Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. So I, I would have scrapped that whole thing. I would have made it to where, okay, this does come back later in the movie, but I, I would have used it differently. In the movie, she ends up booting and rebooting the building. And that's how they get the fire stuff to reactivate and put out the fires. But, you know, early on in the movie, The Rock helps her with her phone and she helps her with her phone by telling her to turn it back off and turn it back on again. So she gets the idea. So I want her to get the idea for this building to turn it on and turn it back off again uh, by something that the cop says, perhaps. And because the thing is, they also set up that there's this separate offsite facility. And that's actually where The Rock was heading yeah. When they stabbed him, he was heading to this offsite facility, and that's where our female villain was for the film. Mm-hmm. Um, Zia, played by Hannah Quinlivan, she travels to that offsite facility. Right. She gets this hacker guy to hack in there, and that's how they get control of the building and they control of this stupid iPad. They should take the iPad out of this movie. Everyone's trying to get a hold of this iPad that can control the building. I think that offsite facility and that hacker guy should be how they are controlling the building. And the cop and Nev figure this out, mm-hmm. and it's the cop and Nev Campbell that have to give the slip to the lady cop who's skeptical. They go to this offsite uh, facility with, of course, the lady cop in pursuit who thinks now that her partner has gone rogue with Nev Campbell mm-hmm. but those two get to the offsite facility they fight Zia to gain control of the building they make the hacker reboot the building from there I thought that would have given the cop much more to do and Nev something also to do that that just made much more sense than what we got from that whole plot and that that's my fix for that that's my fix for them I like that I especially like that it ties in Zia as one of the bad guys much more because she was the more interesting villain throughout the movie oh yeah I feel like she was way marginalized as far as importance in this movie it was all about that Botha guy and I don't know like I don't he was nothing he was so boring but she was at least interesting and just like she shooting hackers and just having a ball like she was way more interesting and I would have liked her to be more of a a lead villain in this movie she was 10 times more interesting than Botha yeah like Botha was your typical he's a henchman yeah he was very he's very much not the brains of the operation he is not leading anything he is like he's probably like henchman number one but he shouldn't have been the main bad guy no he's just like your typical like insert uh european villain but he has none of the charisma of hans gruber and die hard (laughs) he's got like none of it i thought that this could have helped because it yeah it gives that villain more to, more to do and gives our cop more to do and gives Nev something to do that makes more sense. Definitely. That is going to go make that bacon. Lady Juan, why don't you fix a dent and forget it? In the setup for this whole dilemma, we are told that half the building is empty because no one's allowed to live in the residential area until it's been approved by this company that The Rock is running. But that's half of the world's tallest building, which they've already said is three times the size of the Empire State Building, twice the size Whoa. of the Burj Khalifa. So that still leaves a lot of building that should have things happening in it. And I don't know. We just don't know about anything that's going on below the 96th floor. 
And it would have been another way to raise the stakes and the excitement in this movie if The Rock is also trying to get everyone out of the building in the lower floors. He's trying to help with the evacuation. He's got people to rescue on his way to get to his kids. You know what? Also, that would show us more of like the building too, because we have we only ever see the 96th floor. Yep, the weird pearl room. The weird park and the top floor. Yeah. Those those, those are the only things we see in this whole movie. Yeah, this is supposed to be like essentially an entire city in a building and we don't get to see any of it. Yeah, like are there any shops? Yeah, like are there any shops in there? There's pandas. There... They said there were pandas. I, yes, I didn't see any pandas. Any... Oh my God. Imagine a scene where <laughs> he saves the pandas, but oh also God. just no, but also a scene where one of the pandas jumps out and mauls one of the bad guys <laughs> would have been... <laughs> Would have been the best scene I've seen in this movie. So this movie just needed so much more inventiveness. Yes. Oh my gosh, they did talk about pandas. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like imagine if they got to this like zoo portion or maybe like this like animal viewing area. Like they should have showed shown us really amazing floors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like they should have all had different themes and just the most luxurious building in the world. Like show me. It could have been better. It could have been so much better. Like there could have been floors that looked like whole amusement parks. Like yes. there could have been floors that were like casinos. If they can put a roller coaster in the mall of america imagine what they could put in this place imagine a roller coaster scene the rock is in a roller coaster with a panda (laughs) (laughs) there's no way people wouldn't see this movie if you were like there's the rock there's a a scene with a panda the rock in a roller coaster with a panda everyone's that's it it. everyone's money (laughs) that was (laughs) that's what this movie is missing for sure Yes, more of the building and some more people just you're right. They've set it up to be something that they never show us. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I like that fix because it has a panda now. (laughs) That is going to go make that bacon. All right. Do you have one last fix, JC? Yeah, but it's not as good as the panda fix. Nothing's as good as pandas. That should be a fix staple for every movie that we do. But mine is also kind of about making the movie just more like absurd. Mm-hmm. I hate how unimaginative it is. So I was just saying for the climax, just just screw it. Just go all out. Just So, so this is what I had. Mm-hmm. So in the very beginning of this movie, they essentially show us the climax room. Like the room that is so obviously going to be where the climax of this movie takes place. Yep. It's in a giant ball at the top of the skyscraper where these mirrors pop up and the mirrors can make you be disoriented and then or they can all reflect the outside and become like a clear ball or whatever. But it's so obviously where the climax is going to take place. And at the end, you know, they have a little dust up up there and then they turn off the fire and everything's good. Yeah, they just, they turned off the fire. Yeah, they just turned off the fire and uh, everything (laughs) is great by booting and and, and, and rebooting. Because that's how fire works. You just turn it off. So I thought of a more absurd ending. Please. This is probably one of my worst fixes ever, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. So they introduce these parachutes, right? Right. But no one ever flies off in one. They have them and they're like, oh, maybe they're going to parachute off. But nope, nobody ever parachutes. You know what else too? What? The end of this movie, he's, he's talking to Zhao, the person who built, the, the guy who, who owns the building. This movie takes itself so seriously that like The Rock goes, 
what are you going to do now? And he goes, rebuild. <laughs> I'm like, rebuild? What What happened? Did, did some like oppressor come and destroy your like community, your like way of life? I was like, what is that? Like rebuild. It was yeah. like, it felt so overly serious. It just. And this happened to you because you paid off all of the bad guys in the world. Yeah, villains. That you were like, oh, you know what's a good business move? I should just pay all of these people who are running like crime families. I'll just pay them. Like, you're not a good guy. Right. The ending just needs to be crazy. So this is what <laughs> this is what they should do. So they should all be at the top of the building. Mm-hmm. They've gained the upper hand enough to where they're all at the edge of the building with their parachutes, but the bad guys still have guns on them. Uh, Nev Campbell and the cop have taken over the other facility though and through a uh, walkie-talkie gained they can talk now to nev campbell down there in the offsite facility because mm-hmm. nev nev now has control of the building right and they've turned it back on and nev is like okay i'm gonna turn the, the fire off but <laughs> instead Zhao goes give me that and he takes the the walkie-talkie and the guys are coming towards him with guns and he goes no mrs sawyer light it up and then the rock gives him the rock eyebrow. And 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 Zal turns to him and goes, This building is insured. And then fire comes up. The dudes with the guns are now like, What's happening underneath our feet? And then the rock and Zal and the daughter and a panda all jump off the building. The the parachutes open. They fly off the building. The top of the building goes in flame our bad guys get engulfed by the their very flames that they started mm-hmm. and Zhao gets the insurance money everybody <laughs> lives it's absurd it's stupid it has a sense of humor because this movie took itself way too seriously let's have a crazy stupid ending why not that's my final fix do you have any uh last just any little little last thoughts about this one yeah people should just watch die hard Ooh. It's the best movie. Like, it is the best movie. It's the best Christmas movie. It's my favorite Christmas movie. While you're at it, just watch The Towering Inferno as well. I mean, that movie has uh, Fred Astaire in it. It's it's one of those, like, Irwin Allen disaster epics that have, like, the all-star cast. Like, everyone cameos in it. It's silly and you know it's just one of those crazy spectacle movies that were happening in, in the 70s with like the poseidon adventure like earthquake uh, airport earthquake yeah it yeah. was it was it was right in that in that sweet spot of like star-studded cast disaster movie and it's worth watching so yeah so why don't you send us home lady Wan? go if you'd like to reach us here at the show you can send an email to screenfixpod at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and find us on Facebook at ScreenFixPod. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Libsyn, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Apple Podcasts. We would love if you could rate the show, write us a review, and please subscribe so you never miss an episode. We'll just pop right into your downloads twice a week, most weeks. Bam! We have news episodes and we have fix episodes. You know what? Reach out to us. Tell us if you loved our fixes. Tell us if you hated our fixes. We're we're totally willing to talk to you about it. Yeah. And we, we and we want to hear from you. We want to hear your fixes. Yes, please. Also, we also have a Patreon account. If you love us, even if you just like us a little, that's fine too. Yeah, why not? Just donate a little bit. <laughs> it doesn't have to be anyway, super serious. Right. Yeah, because we do have dreams of keeping this show going because we love doing it. Mm-hmm. And we also have dreams of opening a one screen theater one day to be the home of podcasting and film festivals and fun, all kinds of fun film events. Um, and you can be a part of that. Why don't we send the show home with 
Our best leg puns. In that presentation, he really put his best foot forward. Takes more than that to get a leg up on me. If you want to make an omelet, you gotta break a few legs. I never skip leg day. <laughs> he just kept telling his kids, it's going to be a okay. Jumping off the crane? That was quite a feat. Well, I'm stumped. Oh, God! <laughs> God, bye, everybody. <laughs>